With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Outdoors Radio with Dan Small. Your source for the latest hunting and fishing information. Brought to you by Lake Link, your online fishing resource at lake-link.com. Outdoors Radio is also brought to you by Lincoln Contractors Supply and Fabic Rents, the cat rental store, working together to offer you more. And by Ballard's Black Island Resort on Lake of the Woods, where I'm hosting a week-long fishing trip this September. Visit blackisland.com. I'm Dan Small. I'm here in the studio with Mr. Hardwater Jeff Kelm. We'll focus on muskies on today's show as fall fishing is just around the corner. And we'll have reports from Hayward and Eagle River coming up, so stay tuned. So, Jeff, how's the shoulder? Uh, shoulder is still still real sore. I want to I want to pause one second. In the intro, you said just around the corner, fall. Right. Yes. What corner? <laughs> well, you know, I, the only reason I bring that up is because every time I hear somebody say that on the radio, I think to my very first air check when I first started in radio back in two thousand and three. Okay. Two thousand four. Yeah. I said that. Yeah. I said a song was coming up just around the corner. Uh-huh. And the first that was the first track my program director played and he goes, What corner? What corner? There's no corners. <laughs> just say it's coming up. It's coming up. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. I'm done. Okay. All right. So okay. shoulder feels good. Coming up soon. <laughs> Fall is coming soon, folks. There is no corner. It's just coming in a few days uh, if you think it's Labor Day is fall, but I think uh, September 20th is fall. All right, so how's your shoulder Shoulder's anyway? doing well. Shoulder's doing well. I just, uh, it yeah, makes I, me think of it every time. No, so, that's no. cool. I, I, at least you, I can bring back memories with right, that one right. little mention, so I'll never say it again. Well, I enjoyed um, seeing your, your new place and uh, your yeah. chicken uh, arrangement there. When I dropped the boat off last weekend on my way back from a totally uneventful fishing trip up in Eagle <laughs> River, um, you you got a good setup for the chickens. Well, thank you very much. It was it was neat. I, I was I was talking to Eileen before you had got there. I said, "Has Dan been here before?" And she's mm. like, "Yeah, yeah, he's been here." I was like, "Man, I don't think no. he has." No. So it was it was neat having you around, and and uh, I had. Uh, uh, I had to take my son to the doctor later on that week, and and when we go into the doctor's office, he, he he's very high energy. So mm-hmm. to just get him to sit down, we'll let him watch videos. Well, the video that was up on YouTube on my phone was an outdoor Wisconsin episode, <laughs> and here you are, yeah, just in that screenshot, and he he's just started going nuts. He's like, "Daddy, daddy, daddy." That's the guy that was at our house. <laughs> so oh, finally, he recognized right. me. <laughs> now he's growing up fast. Uh, He's—I can tell—he's a handful. And uh, oh yeah, but you're—you're going to have fun hunting and fishing with him. Absolutely, that's for sure. Well, um, I was at the Wisconsin Outdoor Communicators Association conference up there yep. in Trees for tomorrow and paid our dues so that we, you and I are both members <laughs> sure. for another year. Uh, we had a great program, and one of the speakers was uh, Natasha Kosulke. I don't know if you know that name, folks, but she is the former editor of Wisconsin Natural Resources Magazine. And if you've been following the news, uh, the governor and some folks in uh, the administration want to eliminate the magazine, do away with it altogether. Uh, and like so much that's going on, in, uh, it seems, in DNR today, according to Natasha... It's uh, really an attempt to control communication and the message that's going out to the public. Uh, In the budget uh, that hasn't been passed yet, or at least as of today, um, the magazine's been cut from six issues to four, uh, but uh, the governor could still use his line-item veto when he gets a budget bill to sign. So if you don't think that's a good idea, if you like the magazine, as I do, I think the best thing you can do is subscribe to it. Um, there's a move on um, to uh, get more people to subscribe, and you know that uh, that incur that lets the um, DNR know at any rate that uh, you like the magazine. And if the magazine is cut, they'll have to refund your money because that's just uh, the way it goes. So you're not going to lose a thing uh, if you if you do that. So 
I encourage you to join the growing list of 80,000 subscribers. The magazine pays for itself. It doesn't cost the state anything to publish it. And it's the vehicle for the DNR to communicate what it's doing to the public. So um, that's my rant for today. Uh, Support Natural Resources Magazine. You read it, don't you, Jeff? Uh, You know, I, I... I don't mean to counter you, Dan. Okay, <laughs> but you will. But I'm going to. <laughs> I think it's, uh, I, I will not come out and say that the magazine is worthless or pointless because it does have a position just the same as a newspaper or, or other forms, albeit antiquated forms of communication. Okay. Uh, you you use the term growing list of subscribers, and I, 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 I kind of like to see that. Okay. It may be growing right now because it's in conversation. That's what I mean. But yeah. because it's in conversation right now is the reason it's growing. And, and then I think it'll dwindle again. My generation won't pick up the magazine and read it. If it's just dropped off of their house, they forgot it, you know, they even were getting it, they might page through it. But there's other forms of communication out there. I'm not saying, again, that this should just go away. But if it does, I really don't think it hurts Anybody, anyone, for, with with it going away, I think there's other ways that that we will find ways to communicate that message, and the the magazine is not necessary at this point. Not the only way to communicate. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I well, mean, uh, no. again, if it if it stays for a while, that's great. If people are able to keep it alive for a while, it's fine. But if it goes away, there's other ways to do it these days. It's not. It's it's like the newspaper. If it goes away, yeah, okay. There's nostalgia there, but there's other ways to communicate that same message. Well, I, I agree with you that there are other ways. And in fact, the DNR is um, uh, launch, has just recently launched um, uh, an expanded um, social media presence. Um, they are going to uh, put a lot of information about deer hunting online. Yeah. And by the way, they're not uh, uh, sponsoring the Deer Hunt Wisconsin show this right. year, the TV yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we're going to do one anyway, folks. Uh, you heard it first here. Um, and we'll be able to tell some things that we weren't able to tell last year. We're going to talk about CWD. And, you know, that's one of the issues, not so much um, that you need to read hard copy, but what Natasha pointed out was there were stories that she had uh, uh, ready to publish that were killed by her superiors. And, you know, how far up the line it went, I don't know. But um, I, I, I will say that there's something to be, you know, being a trusted source. Exactly. Uh, I, I, I will, you know, I mean, the Internet is full of <laughs> a lot of untrustworthy sources. Yeah. Uh, you do have to do your, your research and due diligence anytime you're researching a topic. But, um, you know, again, there's a lot of people out there that, that don't believe anything the DNR says anyway. Well, that's true. <laughs> and they, know, they certainly they wouldn't don't... consider that a trusted source no matter how much I told them it was. <laughs> and they certainly don't believe everything we tell them on the radio. But sure. we always tell you, uh, to, to, or we, we should tell you to encourage you. Uh, yeah. get... Um, uh, get another opinion if you uh, yeah, if you hear yeah. something you're you're wondering about. Well, you know another budget bill item that uh, we haven't talked about really. Uh, Representative Clayfish added a provision provision to eliminate carcass tags for deer and turkey. Yeah. <clears throat> what do you think about that? Um, I, I guess again, I, I think I'd be I'd be fine with something like that. Uh, they don't have to go anywhere anyways. Online registration, you know, I mean. Yeah, you have to register your your deer or your birds. So. I'd be interested to find out how many guys actually keep their carcass tags like they're supposed to when they have deer That's in their freezer. Question. Anyways, yeah. you know, I, I think a lot of folks end up throwing them away. I, I, I know I've talked to folks that they couldn't tell you where their carcass tag was. I have a little nail on the basement stairs where I hang a list of what's in yeah. the freezer. Yeah. You know, because <laughs> I hate it when yeah. you clean out the freezer and you find a package of steaks, yeah. uh, venison yeah. steaks from three years ago. Yeah. You know, well, I don't. You know, and, and I know and guys I hang they my got, tags right there. Yeah, they got the tags, you know, in their truck or something like yep, that, and yep. and it, they clean out their truck. Away goes the tags. Free, you know, freezers full of venison. So I don't know that it's it's necessarily doing anything, uh, you know, to preemptively, you know, uh, uh, cause issues or or fix issues. I do think that, you know, maybe as as a warden going in on a tip and trying to figure things out. Uh, that, that they would probably want something, but then again, do you, you know, do you hand a carcass tag over off to every neighbor that you give venison to? Shh. <laughs> you know, how does, how does that guy prove that, you know, yeah. it came from you? So yeah. there, there's, there, you know, 
it's a good it's a good uh, piece to make yourself feel good, but I don't know that it's really necessary these days. Well, you're supposed to hang on to the tag till the venison is consumed. So yep. Uh, yep. that's what I do anyway. Um, well, there's more coming up from uh, DNR, but we'll um, we'll get back to that in another show. My fall fishing trip to Ballard's Black Island, by the way, is full. We mentioned it at the head of the show, but it's full. And if you didn't sign up, you'll miss out. I'll let you know how it goes. And we might do it again next year. Uh, I think I'm going to have a great time. And here's an oops. We forgot to tell you last week that antlerless deer bonus permits went on sale. And you forgot totally, didn't you? Yeah, I actually saw a post on Facebook. Somebody shared the DNR's post, and that was at like 1 o'clock in the afternoon, just the same thing as last year. You know, I was like, oh, they went on sale at 10. Well, Wood County Forest Zone has just about zero tags, (laughs) public or private. You probably wouldn't have got uh, one anyway. You know, you would have had to be online immediately at 10 and – yeah, I went on. You, you couldn't even, Wood County, you couldn't even highlight to select yeah. a tag. So. Well, if you had been paying attention to social media, DNR did use social media to get yeah, that message yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, I wonder how yeah. well that worked also. Yeah. Well, more Outdoors Radio coming up here. T.J. Haugie of Backcountry Hunters and Anglers is going to talk about their efforts on behalf of sportsmen and women in the state. Tatum Treland Schlopper reports on muskie action in the Hayward area, and we'll get a muskie and other fishing uh, report from a good friend of mine, George Langley, up at Eagle Sports Center in Eagle River. All that and more coming up next on Outdoors Radio. Now is the time to get your new custom strings for the upcoming archery season. Wicked Archery offers custom strings, stabilizers, wrist slings, and more. Let the friendly professionals get you ready for the woods. Wicked Archery also features a wide selection of the best bows, arrows, and accessories. The technicians are there to give you tips and answer questions. Wicked Archery is located in Richfield across from Cabela's and in Oshkosh on Highway 76. Like them on Facebook and be sure to stop in and get your new custom Wicked Archery strings today. WickedArcheryWI.com Fisher King Winery is Madison's winery, makers of finely crafted Wisconsin wines. Visit their new facility off Highway 151 at Exit 79 in Verona. Sample their award-winning wines, handcrafted on site from Wisconsin-grown grapes. Enjoy live music Friday evenings and often on Saturday. Their event space is available for private bookings and parties. Enjoy great wine at Fisher King Winery in Verona, fisherkingwinery.com. If your rifle, shotgun, handgun, or muzzleloader needs work this season, call Roger Williams at Northern Magnetic, LLC. A licensed professional gunsmith for over 35 years, Roger can repair, customize, rebarrel, install sights and scope mounts, and more on all firearms, makes, and models. When you need a professional gunsmith, call Roger at 262-339-1798 or visit fixguns.com. That's 262-339. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 1798 or FixGuns.com. Outdoors Radio is sponsored by the Cherish Wisconsin Outdoors Fund, a permanent fund to improve habitat in Wisconsin. If you love Wisconsin's outdoors, when you buy your hunting or fishing license, please consider making a $2 donation or more to the Cherish Wisconsin Outdoors Fund. Donations to the fund will provide habitat management for our state-managed conservation lands in state parks and natural areas, as well as wildlife and fishery areas. Give now, enjoy forever. CherishWisconsin.org. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio with Dan Small. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio. I'm Dan Small. Jeff Kelm is in the studio with me. And joining us now from Eagle River is guide George Langley. He's proprietor of Eagle Sports Center right there on Wall Street in Eagle River and on the web at Eagle sportscenter.com and for our listeners on WERL in the Eagle River area George will be a familiar voice he did a fishing report there for um, many many years George thanks so much for joining us my pleasure Dan now I missed you last weekend I was up there at um, trees for tomorrow for our annual Wisconsin Outdoor Communicators Conference stopped in to 
uh, pick your brain and get some advice. And uh, you were already out bass fishing. <laughs> so I, I talked to Justin, and he he um, he said the chain has been hot and cold. And I'll tell you what, it was hot for him a week or so ago. It was pretty cold for me. Uh, is that the way it's been this uh, summer? It's been a summer where the fishing has reflected the weather, which is hot and cold. Uh-huh. It's just been a very strange summer from the get-go. We've had some pretty nice warm weather, but then a week later, it's pretty darn cold for this time of the year. And the rain we've been getting is a very cold rain. Mm-hmm. And uh, and the water temperature drops 4 or 5 degrees every time one of these cold fronts goes through and just kills the fishing for a couple of days, makes the fish move from where they were. You know, so every pattern we have is is destroyed for a couple of days and that's just the way the summer's been it's been a very strange year uh-huh but have there been some nice fish taken uh, justin talked about uh you know when it's on he said boy he, he caught a few nice fish on the on catfish the, the the lake i was fishing the uh when it's when it's good it's good uh, the, the main, as I was saying, the main pattern of the summer is just one of inconsistency. Yeah. You can go out and do on the chain, for instance, very well with walleyes. Uh-huh. And then three days later or two days later, go back to the same spot, and they're just simply not there. Huh. Okay. Well, now, you were bass fishing uh, on Sunday. How did you do? How did your uh, clients do? We only got 11, which is pretty for this time of the year. We got a mix of uh, both smallmouth and largemouth, which is uh, a little bit of an uh, oddity this year. It seems that the smallies and the largemouth have been mixed together all summer. Really? Uh, But the bass fishing's been just like the other fishing. You get a pattern, uh, and especially if you're guiding, you you know, I'll tell my people, well, we're going to go out and really have a great day. Mm Mm-hmm. And then we get to this spot where two days ago it was very good, and they're not there. Yeah, yeah. Or vice versa. You go and say, boy, it's been tough. I don't, I yeah. don't think we'll do real well and go out and get 25, 30 fish. Yeah. Maybe it'd be smart to say, you know, it's been kind of tough, and I hope we do something. And then they'll be pleasantly surprised. <laughs> well, uh Hopefully they're always pleasantly surprised, but yeah. this year, as we, as I'm saying, you, you just don't know what you're going to get. Yeah. Okay. Now, uh, are, have you been guiding a lot of bass anglers? Uh, you, you've been a musky fisherman as long as I've known you. I know. This year has been uh, a, a big year for for bass fishermen for bass guiding. Uh, people are really doing more of that as we learn uh, that the bass fishing is really, really good up here. Uh-huh. Uh, and it seems like 15, 20 years ago, nobody paid any attention to bass up here. It was all walleye yep. and muskie. But more and more now we're seeing bass fishermen or bass anglers uh, on, a, on a weekly basis. Uh-huh. Now, is this partly because bass are replacing walleyes in some of the lakes, or is it just an increased interest in bass? I think it's a little bit of both, Dan. There is a, a definite increase in interest, and there's a definite increase in guides making the choice to go for bass for people. Mm-hmm. And uh, the walleye fishing, I think, on many lakes isn't as good as it was 30 years ago, and that's been, as you say, replaced by bass. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Okay, well, uh is it uh, too risky to try to give us a fall outlook? I mean, we're, it, I was up there last weekend, and Friday night sure felt like fall. Um, <clears throat> oh, boy, we've had periods like that all summer. Yeah. Uh, well, when I think of fall out, out, uh, outlook, I always think of muskies. Yeah. And, uh, well, you can't tell. As the water temperature drops every year, we get a real surge in muskie fishing. Mm-hmm. I always tell people they're like bears. They... They build up body fat for the winter. Sure. And and uh, hopefully, I'm knocking on wood here, uh, it's going to be a great year for muskie fishing. It, it really hasn't been bad recently for muskie fishing also. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm actually going to be up there for the world muskie hunt again um, coming up real soon. And I may pick your brain. <clears throat> again, you sent me to, uh, uh, you suggested Kentucky and 
Um, we fished it and didn't do anything, but another team that fished it, I think the next day actually caught a couple nice fish. So um, maybe I was just a day, uh, you know, a day too early or something. Well, maybe you have to come up here and fish with me sometime, Dan, the way we used to, and, and I'll actually show you where there's some fish. <laughs> Instead of telling me to go find them. <laughs> yeah. No, it should be good. And uh, give me a call before you come. I'd be glad to point you uh, to any place that I've heard about yeah. decent patterns. Fantastic. But once again, these patterns seem to be changing every three or four days. Yep. Yep. Well, I will do that for sure, George. Um, and and I thank you so much. You've got uh, you've got tackle and bait, and you're open. What are your hours there at Eagle Sports? Seven thirty to six at this time of the year. So, okay. Uh, pretty much all day long. All righty. Well, George, thanks a lot. Uh, good fishing until I talk to you again, and and I will definitely give you a call. Good to talk to you, Dan. Thank you. George Langley, proprietor of Eagle Sports Center. He's right there on Wall Street in Eagle River. And his website, if you want to check it out, eaglesportscenter.com. More Outdoors Radio straight ahead. Listen to more Outdoors Radio online at dansmalloutdoors.com. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio with Dan Small. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio. I'm Dan Small. I'm here with Mr. Hardwater Jeff Kelm in our studio. And our show is brought to you in part by the Natural Resources Foundation of Wisconsin. You can find them online at wisconservation.org. And we're also brought to you by the Cherish Wisconsin Outdoors Fund. Give now, enjoy forever is their uh, slogan. And they are at cherishwisconsin.org. And joining us now is T.J. Hauge. He is the public policy chair for the Wisconsin chapter of Backcountry Hunters and Anglers, and their website is backcountryhunters.org. Well, T.J., thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, Dan. Well, we talked to your state chairman, Jeff Gerard, a couple of times, but for folks who might have missed those conversations, let's uh, recap very quickly what is uh, Backcountry Hunters and Anglers, or BHA, all about. Uh, so Backcountry Hunters and Anglers um, is a conservation group, and our whole purpose is to uh, keep public lands in public hands. Um, we are opposed to any federal or state uh, land transfers to private hands, and then uh, we're also about improving access as well. Okay, and you are active here in Wisconsin with a, a relatively new chapter, and chapters in many other states, mostly in the West, right? Uh, correct. So it was formed um, formed in the West, uh, based on the on the big need. That's where you see the large federal land transfers. Um, but obviously, uh, we recognize that those those issues uh, are, are nationwide. Really, um, anything that any federal lands lost out there is you know elk hunting opportunities lost to us going out there and mule deer hunting. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as there are issues within our state um, that follow the same same lines. So um, it's certainly starting to spread its way east. Yeah, and uh, if you look, um, if folks who go to your website, if you look at the uh, nationwide map, um, you've got chapters pretty much blanketing the west and uh, some in the north and then the east. So um, you are you are spreading the message uh, across the country. Um, well, you you uh, this this uh, conversation with you is sponsored by the Cherish Wisconsin Outdoors Fund. What's your connection with that fund? Yeah, so we've uh, we've recently um, kind of partnered up with them, and our, our main connection is they're they're one of our, uh, Wisconsin's great um, public land um, supporting programs, mm-hmm. and their their perp, uh, the Cherish Wisconsin Outdoors Fund's purpose um, is to raise funds that improve um, current public lands that we already have, whether that be through access or whether that be through um, Oh, doing habitat work, uh, mm-hmm. wildlife habitat work, increasing structure in the public waters as well for fisheries. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just a just a great way to, um, for hunters to give back. 
Yeah, and uh, explain to folks how we can give back. We've talked about that a few times, but it's pretty simple, isn't it? It's ex- it's extremely simple. Um, the easiest way for hunters or fishermen, um, as they're going through the online Go Wild um, program, is as you're checking out, there's a box at the bottom that says, you know, ask if you would like to donate two dollars um, to the Cherish Outdoors Fund. Mm-hmm. And it's it's simple. You can do it there. Another great way to do it is if you're using any of the uh, state campgrounds. Mm-hmm. Um, I just booked one a couple weeks ago. If you're renting one of those sites, you can also also do it there as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, any time you use the Go Wild system, anytime you purchase uh, a permit or um, uh, uh, some kind of privilege, um, you can you can donate the two dollars or or more if you want. It's not limited to two dollars, is it? Um. I believe, yeah, I believe you can you yep. can add more to that, more to that as well. Yep, but it's a minimum of two. Well, sure. now um, there are some other public land programs that you folks are involved with. Um, tell us about those. Uh, VPA is one, uh, and what is that? With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, yeah, so the VPA is the uh, Voluntary Public Access Program. It's actually, um, the funding comes from the federal level, um, but Wisconsin's program began in 2011 what they do is um, if there are landowners who are interested in kind of kind of have a public land ethic that want to open their lands um, the state is able to use those funds to lease those properties for public access Mm -hmm. and so there's some great um, great hunting found on those properties as well Um, I know I've definitely taken advantage of it yeah, and there are signs that indicate that those are uh, VPA or voluntary public access uh, properties, right? Correct. Yep, they are. They have their specific signage, um, and you know, as always, as public land hunters, it's our responsibility to know where those boundaries are and and certainly respect the private surrounding land. Mm-hmm. And I believe those are um, listed online on the DNR site. Um, uh, the, uh, they're, they're listed on the public lands uh, access, uh, or atlas rather, aren't they? Correct, and you can also find those lands listed on the voluntary public access um, section of the department website. Oh, okay, so there's a special, uh, a special section for that. Okay, um, and then another public lands program that we really haven't talked about a lot, um, and I think a lot of sportsmen are aware of, is the uh, Knowles-Nelson Stewardship Program. Tell us how you're involved with that. Yeah, so the Knowles Nelson Stewardship Fund is another one of those programs. Um, it was started in, I believe, 1986 or 89, I believe 86. Mm-hmm. Um, and that program um, is funded through our state budget um, and goes towards either um, purchasing public lands, which are usually geared towards very unique um, unique properties or adding on to um, existing unique properties mm-hmm. and also used to... Um, to purchase easements as well mm-hmm. to, to add access for for public land hunters. And what are you folks doing with that? Uh, really, we're just we're just a, um, that's a strong program that we feel all all hunters and anglers should be paying attention to and should be supporting. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been um, one bill already floated this year that was looking to base to more or less defund that. Yeah, um, and uh, we we spoke up very rapidly about that. Unfortunately. Um, Nobody was able to. Uh, nobody was willing to co-sponsor that bill, so that that as of right now has been shut down. Uh huh. Okay. Uh, and perhaps because you called attention to it. Yeah, we were we um, we were definitely all over that, um, ringing ringing some phones. Um, it was definitely a, a combined effort, as it usually is, um, with with other uh, conservation groups as well. Mm-hmm. So. All righty. And now you're doing some things um, on the ground with um, new programs as well, aren't you? You've got a Learn to Hunt uh, program. Tell us about that one. Yeah, so we're, uh, we're actually running a Learn to Bow Hunt program um, this fall. It's our, it's our first fall being able to do that. Mm-hmm. And um, we're actually gearing ours more towards first-time adult hunters. Okay. 
And so we have currently nine students enrolled um, who are, uh, the majority of the ages are between 25 and 45 years old. So it's going to be their, all of them will be their first time bow hunting this oh, year. Oh, okay, great. And what are they going to do? Um, so they're currently attending uh, courses every Monday night, um, learning to shoot, learning to shoot bows, learning their equipment, um, the safety, and the and the all the uh, you know learning to read sign as well, mm-hmm. um, blood trailing that'll be part of the portion as well, and then uh, culminating in the last weekend of September, we will they will be going out for their first um, first uh, whitetail bow hunt. Wow. Okay. Yep. And, and hopefully, uh, and the majority of them will be taking place on on our public land. Okay. And all in one place, or are they going to be in different parts of the state? Um, it's pro- it'll probably more of the southwestern Wisconsin currently. Um, the class is based out of Madison area. Uh-huh. So okay. And this was the first class. You're going to do more, right? Correct. Yep. This will be a um, every year type thing. We're also looking to expand that and running our our learn the turkey hunt programs as well. Okay. And then uh, last thing we want to ask you about, you have a film tour that um, is making its way around the state, right? Yeah, well, we we actually just wrapped that up this week. Um, ah. Full, Draw, Full Draw Film Tour is a group of guys who started out west, um, and they're all western bow hunting short films. And they, they tour around out there and rent out these big theaters so you get to watch bow hunting on the big screen. Mm-hmm. And through a wonderful partnership um, with BHA, we're able to bring those out out east and around Wisconsin. So we had one in De Pere in June, and we just had ours in Madison last Thursday, uh-huh. um, and had great turnout. Both we had um, large crowds. Great way to to experience um, bow hunting in a whole different world. And they, the short films really tell the story uh, much more than your typical. Uh, hunting show that you would you that you might find on your on your outdoors channel. Sure. Okay. And you'll be doing more of those next year. Yep, that'll be a yearly thing. We're looking to uh, we'll be doing those in the, probably the same places, and then hoping uh, hoping to add a couple locations and dates next year as well. So if people should keep their eyes out. Um, you can follow that at fulldrawfilmtour dot com, or you can um, check the events page when we get them posted uh, next year at backcountryhunters dot org. All right. Well, TJ, thanks so much. Um, lots going on, and uh, we're glad you guys are active in the state, and folks can join your organization at your website as well, right? Correct. Yep, backcountryhunters.org. That's, that's the place to do it. All righty. Well, thanks, and uh, we'll talk to you again. Thanks so much, Dan. You bet. TJ Hauge, he is the public policy chair for the Wisconsin chapter of Backcountry Hunters and Anglers. As he mentioned, his their website, backcountryhunters.org. Org. And this was brought to you by the Cherish Wisconsin Outdoors Fund. Give now, enjoy forever, cherishwisconsin.org. You're listening to Outdoors Radio. Enjoy the ultimate shooting experience at the Range of Richfield, your one-stop shop for all shooters. Just north of the Richfield Cabela's store on Helson Drive, the Range of Richfield offers 12 state-of-the-art 25-yard indoor shooting lanes for all pistol and common rifle loads. Classes in home defense, basic handgun and concealed carry, a retail shop, trophy mount display, and more in a welcoming, family-friendly setting. Open daily except Monday to the public and members. Your ultimate shooting experience, therangewi.com. Now is the time to get your new custom strings for the upcoming archery season. Wicked Archery offers custom strings, stabilizers, wrist slings, and more. Let the friendly professionals get you ready for the woods. Wicked Archery also features a wide selection of the best bows, arrows, and accessories. The technicians are there to give you tips and answer questions. Wicked Archery is located in Richfield across from Cabela's and in Oshkosh on Highway 76. Like them on Facebook and be sure to stop in and get your new custom Wicked Archery strings today. WickedArcheryWI.com Fisher King Winery is Madison's winery, makers of finely crafted Wisconsin wines. Visit their new facility off Highway 151 at Exit 79 in Verona. Sample their award-winning wines, handcrafted on site from Wisconsin-grown grapes. Enjoy live music Friday evenings and often on Saturday. Their event space is available for private bookings and parties. Enjoy great wine at Fisher King Winery in Verona, fisherkingwinery.com. Enjoy the ultimate shooting experience at the Range of Richfield, your one-stop shop for all shooters. 
Just north of the Richfield Cabela's store on Helson Drive, the Range of Richfield offers 12 state-of-the-art 25-yard indoor shooting lanes for all pistol and common rifle loads. Classes in home defense, basic handgun and concealed carry, a retail shop, trophy mount display, and more in a welcoming, family-friendly setting. Open daily except Monday to the public and members. Your ultimate shooting experience, therangewi.com. Welcome back to your source for the latest hunting and fishing information. Outdoors Radio with Dan Small. Thanks for joining us on Outdoors Radio. This outdoor report is brought to you by Hupe and Abraham. If you're ever injured in a car or motorcycle accident, call Hupe and Abraham. They're Wisconsin's largest personal injury law firm. They've collected more than a billion dollars for their clients. Call the firm Voted Best and Rated Best. Hupe and Abraham, 800-800-5678 or visit Hupe.com. And joining us from Treeland's Resort on the beautiful Chippewa Flowage up there in Sawyer County is Tatum Treeland Schlopper and Tatum Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me, Dan. Well, now you've added a uh, hyphenated um, prefix or a suffix to your name. That means you got married, I guess. I sure did in February. Uh huh. Did you? Uh, well, in February, you probably didn't have it there on the flowage, did you? I did not. We went to uh, Mexico, a little different than the flowage. Oh, nice. A destination wedding. Huh? Destination yeah. beach wedding. Yeah. Cool. But now you're back home and working hard there at Treelands. How's the summer yes, going? Yes, we are. 88, 89th season is underway at Treelands, and uh, it's been a good season thus far. That's fantastic. Well, how's the fishing up there? The fishing is good. Um, the muskies have really turned on in the last week. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got a few local guys that are reporting that, you know, in the last four weeks, they one of the guys alone has voted over 20 fish, Ooh. over 20 muskies, with Ooh. the average length right around 44 inches. Wow. That's, yep. that's and then nice. Yep, have got a 47 in there, too. Wow. Fantastic. And uh, uh, the flowage is hot. Uh, how about other lakes around the area? Um, you know, I'm not as familiar. I don't get out a whole lot from the flowage. Mm-hmm. So all that action's right there on the flowage, then? All that action is right out in front of us on the flowage, Oh, yes. fantastic. Okay. Um, any walleye or panfish action going on? They are. You know, we are getting a lot of people that are being able to finally get some walleye fish fries. Um, uh-huh. We've had a few guests enjoying some shore lunches and some nice crappie and that they've caught, as well as, you know, we got a lot of 18, 19-inch walleye, 17 to 19-inch, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which are good eaters. Good. All right. Well, now... You folks are hosting um, an event that I've been uh, I've been at a couple of times. It's changed hands, and it's always been there at Treelands, but it's called the now it's the uh, second annual Treeland Premier Muskie Fly Fishing Tournament coming up just about a month from now, September twenty eighth through thirtieth. So tell us about that event. All right. Well, we're really excited this year. Um, we're hoping to have an, another great turnout for the tournament. It's going to be the 28th through the 30th with the fishing on the 29th and 30th, which mm-hmm. is Friday and Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to have two days two days of fish in the water hard and then three nights of fun back here at Treelands. Uh, last year, the anglers, they had one day, if you'll remember, Friday of the tournament. The first day was pretty brutal. Yeah. So uh, kind of lost a day of fishing, but six fish were registered. And on the Saturday of the tournament, 19 fish were. So we're hoping for two beautiful weather days and a lot of fish this year. Yeah, and, you know, when you look at the math for that, there were 49 anglers last year, caught a total of 25 muskies. That's every other angler, you know, on average caught a muskie. It's not the way it worked out, but, you know, that's like one ang- one muskie per boat in a two-day tournament. That doesn't happen in gear tournaments very often, does it? It does not. Yeah, it was definitely a lot of fish. It was better than expected, so we mm-hmm. were excited. All right, and so this year, well, now, I fished it twice. Uh, last year, I came up and fished with uh, Jordan Pettit, and uh, a couple of years ago, uh, before it was um, the, the Treeland uh, tournament, when it was the, the so-called world championship, my brother Mike and cousin Brad and I uh, caught two good fish and finished in third place by just a, a, a whisker or two. But... Um, we're bringing the entire clan this year, Mike and Brad and Mike's two sons, Jason and Adam, and my son, John, is even uh, thinking he might join us. So we'll have two teams for sure. 
and we're aiming to place again. I, I, I'm hoping that we uh, that we get into some fish, but um, there's still room for more anglers, isn't there? Absolutely. We, um, we have plenty of room, so we have a cap at 100 anglers, mm-hmm. or you actually have until Thursday at 6 p.m. on September 28th to, re- to be registered. Okay. So last year we had about... We have the 49 anglers in it. This year we're shooting for 75 at least. All right. And uh, so what's going to happen Thursday night? Well, on Thursday night we kick off the event with what was a lot of fun last year, the casting contest. Mm -hmm. So that is sponsored by Pat's Landing Resort here on the Chippewa Flowage, as well as Just In Case. Um, And uh, the winner of that receives a Just In Case fly box. So I don't know if you've seen these, but they're a great large... um, Large tackle box, essentially. I have one, and I tell you what, every time I uh, I take it to shows or I have it in my boat, people go, "What is that?" and "How can I get one?" It, they're they're really nice, and they're all handmade too. They are. Yep. So all you have to do to get one this year is get the fly in the hoop at the, during the casting contest on Thursday night. Okay. And what time does that start? Uh, that starts at 4 p.m., and we go until 6.30 p.m. with the casting contest. Okay, I'm going to just squeak in there, I think. My brother's landing at, uh... no, actually, I'm thinking of another event he's going to be at. Yeah, we'll we'll be there for that, So, or I will. All anyway, right, so. perfect. Yeah, yeah, last year it came down to a tiebreaker at the end, and Ronald Fair, our 81-year-old fisherman, was just edged out by a young whippersnapper in there. I saw that, yeah. And uh, so that's Thursday night, and then... Yep, and then Thursday night we also, we do a prime rib dinner. Ooh, and then that's right. every entrant also gets complimentary Angry Minnow beer, which is beer brewed at the uh, Angry Minnow here in Hayward. Okay, and then uh, Friday and Saturday? 7 a.m. Friday morning. Yep. Everybody gets out fishing from 7 a.m. till 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we do a Friday night fish fry, again, complete with Angry Minnow beer. And on Saturday, the same thing, fishing at 7 a.m. till 5 p.m., followed by a lasagna dinner and more Angry Minnow Tap beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then in addition, we also do the three nights, which you'll probably remember, three nights of door prizes yeah. for everybody. Yeah. And you've got some really nice prizes. You've got some St. Croix fly rods, right? We do. We do a daily grand door prize, we call it. Um, and St. Croix Rods has donated three Legend Elite fly Ooh. rods. Ooh. So those value about $550 retail, and they yeah. gave us three of them for the tournament again this year. Yeah, fantastic. All right. Yep. And, and then we've got a lot of other great prizes from, we've got more prizes from Just In Case. We've got Fish Pond, uh, Jenks Bait and Tackle, and Hayward Bait and Bottle, and Hayward have sponsored some great prizes as well. So there's something for everyone. Okay. And for folks who uh, might want to, to look at this and sign up, um, what's the cost for the entire weekend of uh, fishing and eating and drinking? The cost for the entire weekend is $150 per entry. Mm-hmm. So that gets you three, two to full days of fishing, three nights of dinner, and three nights of door prizes. Yeah. I mean, gosh, you <laughs> That that's a bargain. Uh, having it done is, it now it for for twice and uh, and uh, going to do it a third time, uh, that's a real deal. And uh, and you've got cash prizes for the first three places, right? Correct. We pay out first, second, and third place, as well as an individual prize for the largest musky, which is at fifteen hundred, based on a hundred entrants. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. So yep, everybody goes home a winner if you can snag the right fish yeah well i'm looking forward to it as um as you know and uh we will be staying right there at treelands and uh have you got rooms if people want to stay there for this tournament we do availability is going quick um so the sooner you call the better but i still do have some rooms available okay great well tatum i'll see you in uh about a month um and um Look forward to fishing. Actually, I'm going to be up there a few days before because I'm dropping a boat off on my way to Lake of the Woods. <laughs> uh, All so right. I'll see you coming and going. So thank you so much, and uh, we'll be in touch. Sounds good. Thank you, Dan. You're quite welcome. Tatum, Treeland Schlopper, with the report from Treeland's Resort on the Chippewa Flowage. If you want to learn more about Treeland's or this uh, fantastic fly fishing muskie tournament that uh, is coming up in about a month, just over a month, Go to Treeland with uh, two E's, treelandresorts.com. This was brought to you by Hupie and Abraham. If you're ever involved in a car or motorcycle accident, give them a call. They're Wisconsin's largest personal injury law firm. They've collected more than a billion dollars for their clients, and you can call the, the firm voted best and rated best. Call Hupie and Abraham at 800 
800-5678 or visit hupy.com. More Outdoors Radio right after this. If your rifle, shotgun, handgun, or muzzleloader needs work this season, call Roger Williams at Northern Magnetic LLC. A licensed professional gunsmith for over 35 years, Roger can repair, customize, rebarrel, install sights and scope mounts, and more on all firearms, makes, and models. When you need a professional gunsmith, call Roger at 262-339-1798 or visit FixGuns.com. That's 262-339-1798 or FixGuns.com. Enjoy the ultimate shooting experience at the Range of Richfield, your one-stop shop for all shooters. Just north of the Richfield Cabela's store on Helson Drive, the Range of Richfield offers 12 state-of-the-art 25-yard indoor shooting lanes for all pistol and common rifle loads. Classes in home defense, basic handgun and concealed carry, a retail shop, trophy mount display, and more in a welcoming, family-friendly setting. Open daily except Monday to the public and members. Your ultimate shooting experience, therangewi.com. Outdoors Radio is sponsored by the Cherish Wisconsin Outdoors Fund, a permanent fund to improve habitat in Wisconsin. If you love Wisconsin's outdoors, when you buy your hunting or fishing license, please consider making a $2 donation or more to the Cherish Wisconsin Outdoors Fund. Donations to the fund will provide habitat management for our state-managed conservation lands in state parks and natural areas, as well as wildlife and fishery areas. Give now, enjoy forever. CherishWisconsin.org. The Midwest's largest fishing website, lake-link.com, is your online fishing resource. 90% of Lake Link's features are yours to use free of charge. And members get access to Lake Link's online lake map library, lets you get GPS coordinates of any spot on the lake, and export waypoints to your onboard electronics. Members also get free outdoor classified ads, discounts on online store merchandise, and a whole lot more. You can also listen to Outdoors Radio 24-7 on Lake Link. Listen to this week's show, catch any of our past shows, subscribe to our podcast, or even sign up for our weekly e-newsletter so you'll know in advance what's coming up right here. Just type in the keyword radio. See what you've been missing. Log on to lake-link.com today. That's lake-link.com. Fisher King Winery is Madison's winery, makers of finely crafted Wisconsin wines. Visit their new facility off Highway 151 at Exit 79 in Verona. Sample their award-winning wines, handcrafted on site from Wisconsin-grown grapes. Enjoy live music Friday evenings and often on Saturday. Their event space is available for private bookings and parties. Enjoy great wine at Fisher King Winery in Verona, fisherkingwinery.com. Welcome back to your source for the latest hunting and fishing information. Outdoors Radio with Dan Small. Thanks again for joining us this week on Outdoors Radio, brought to you by Cedar Lake Sales on Highway 33 West in West Bend on the web at cedarlakesales.com. And by Lincoln Contract Supply and Fabic Rents, the cat rental store, working together to offer you more. And you can listen to our show and a lot of other great outdoor shows 24-7 on the Reno Viola Outdoors Radio Network. Just go to Reno Viola Outdoors. Dot com. Check the schedule there, and you'll see when our show plays. And you can also download the free app to listen to our show and a bunch of other shows anytime you like. Our TV show, Outdoor Wisconsin, next week, August 24th at 9 p.m. and the 26th at 9 a.m. on Milwaukee PBS. Other stations, of course, are different times and days. I'll hunt Canada geese with um, WWA founder Jerry Salzward. We'll look at Operation Migration's use of ultralight aircraft to hung to help young whooping cranes migrate to Florida. And, Jeff, you're going eagle watching. That That's getting a lot of play this year. Yeah, it's, uh, I think, the third time or so. And every time this one airs, for some reason, I get messages on, on Facebook and, and uh, my phone of, hey, I'm watching you on TV. I'm so. watching you watch eagles. <laughs> well, people are paying attention. That's, yeah, yeah, that's all. For sure. Uh, you can catch our show online at Lake Link. It's lake-link.com slash DSO radio, or you go to their multimedia page on their homepage, um, and you can find our, our radio show there. Dan's on Facebook at uh, Dan Small Outdoors, and I'm there at Hardwater Jeff. And where are you off to this weekend now? Uh, Lake Mille Lacs. We've got a uh, North American Bass Circuit event oh, okay. um, on Lake Mille Lacs, and then we also have Minnesota's High School Championship uh, Bass Fishing uh, event. Uh, so a couple different events we're going to run up there out of uh, Max Twin Bays. 
Very good. Well, I'm home for a weekend for a change, and then I'm off to Lake Tomahawk the week after for the World Muskie Hunt. And Brother Mike is flying in to uh, be a a first-time hunter at that event. Our theme music is by Warren Nelson. You can hear more of his tunes at warrennelson.com. And just a teaser, next week we have a special guest. Eva Shockey is joining us next week. In studio? Uh, yeah, she'll be here no, live. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, she'll be on the phone. Uh, I'm Dan Small. I'm here with Jeff Kelm. Uh, have a great weekend. Join us again next week for Outdoors Radio. You've been listening to Outdoors Radio, your source for the latest hunting and fishing information. Find more Outdoors Radio online at dansmalloutdoors.com. Brought to you by Lake Link, your online fishing resource at lake-link.com. The moose's nose And the heron Is fishing On one cold leg When the loon cries lover In the blue north wind I'll be trolling home My wrist gets a little chilly On the gunnel When my lazy Ike is just Too lazy to lure When the worms go dry In the coffee can, honey I'll be Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.